<laughs> you were talking in the middle of it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Pivcast, place where we talk movies, sports, TV, food. We talk about a lot of things on here. We haven't done it in about three months, uh, and, and I apologize for that, and so does TJ, but a lot has happened My in B. that time. My B. Your B. We're actually up at TJ's. Uh, I took a trip from the city up here. It's a different way than I'm used to. That <laughs> so that, that commute's you, not the best. Take what, a buck 45 to get here? I <laughs> left, I, we'll see, I left the office at 5.15, yeah. You emailed me at here. like 2, and it's like, I'm leaving now, and it's like, right now, it's like 11 p.m. Uh, that's exactly how it was getting <laughs> like to your hours. wedding, by the way. Oh, yeah, and that's bad. a big reason, actually. Uh, we had... A lot of life changes uh, in these last three months we're going to get into. Uh, but before we do, just want to uh, say thank you for listening on iTunes. You can also find this on SoundCloud and themichaelpiff.com. Themichaelpiff.com? Themichaelpiff. No, that's wrong. Yeah, I was going to say. That's really wrong. That's awesome. That There's no like, the. Are you like the Batman? Well, actually, my Facebook uh, profile that I still put stuff on is the Michael Piff page. That's but no, page. you can find you can find this show. You can find the next Walking Dead power rankings uh, after you listen to this at michaelpiff.com. But anyway, you could also get us on the social medias. TJ, how do they get at you on social media? Uh, Instagram mostly. Yeah, <laughs> not Lenny too. Not Lenny too. Hey, two. just search for. I not, met people in not Lenny. Not Lenny too is me everywhere. So if you want to find me and you look for not Lenny too, and that's where everywhere, everywhere but Facebook, that's me. Like Xbox. Why don't you change your Twitter name to not Lenny too, or your wife's my, name my, too? My permanently. <laughs> yes. Just not not Lenny. Just not yeah, Lenny not, too. Not with Lenny. the number. Just the number. Um, and you can find me on the Twitters at Mike underscore Piff03 and everywhere else at Piffin Ain't Easy. No, it's not. Nah, not at all. It's anyway, um, there. Uh, if you haven't yet, you should congratulate TJ. He got married. Boom. Wifed it. You did. The ring is gorgeous, man. Yeah, it's pretty. That it's is, sparkly. You just did a full-on bling-like wave at me. Yeah, well, it's, it's shiny. It's still shiny because I haven't ruined it yet by like getting hair gel in it and stuff. I'm trying to be careful with it, but it's definitely... I have like a workout ring, too. A so workout ring. So I don't get hit on at the gym what like I'm always... A- Ladies, please, at the gym. Fellas, People please. at the Glendale Heights uh, LA Fitness, calm down. So what's the workout ring like? It's it's uh, it's just it's a silicone ring. It's just like a little rubber ring. Oh, that's neat. So I I, I continue to be married, but I can lift large weights without bending my gold ring. <laughs> Andy Dalton of the Cincinnati Bengals has something similar where it's like this black like metallic ring that he wears to play with. You can get like a tungsten carbide ring. I think that's what it is. It's but tungsten. like if you jam your finger and it swells up, they have to cut it off. And it's oh. not. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Oh, man. So I feel like. Here's I, your I, warning, Andy I got Dalton. A, I got like a four pack silicone ring, like gray, different color gray, black and white that I can wear. I just keep it on my key ring whenever I go for a run or go to the gym or whatever. One of the sweetest things about TJ's wedding, we were out. Uh, it was at the reception. It was real floor. far away. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Sorry it was so far away. Oh, I got to tell you about my journey to get there. It was a it was sweet fantastic. place, though, wasn't it? It is a really cool place. Uh, we were on the middle of the dance floor, and TJ comes running up to me. We can piff cast again. And I was like, <laughs> aw. Yep. That was really sweet. 
Um, I got time now. Yeah, but you're you're the place you got married at in Streeter, and, and trust me, I did not know. I thought I knew where Streeter was. Nope. I was wrong. Nope, it's real far south. And, and, you can go to school, or Google Maps back. thinks I has to get somewhere else. Um, I think your your wing guy's running for something. What do you mean? Because I keep seeing like Skoog signs. Oh, everywhere. I think he's running for something. Well, I think he's got family that is really. You I think, think they're that's all related it, down there. Anybody that's named offensive. Skook? Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, all those Swedes. Um, no, is I've been Swedish? up in Antioch and I worked with a guy named Skoog, and really? he happens to have family that helps but, uh, run that place. Yes, because I know it's down there, isn't it? In Ottawa or whatever. Ottawa, uh, Utica. Okay, so yeah, right outside of Starve Rock, Utica, Peru, Ottawa. They're all yeah. down there. Man, they're going to be so happy that they're getting shout-outs, that whole area. That place is a great place. To get. I've been trying to get people to get married there constantly because it's so nice. So the Silver Fox was the name of the place, and uh, and it, it really did embody that of a very sexy 50-year-old man. It was very, it was very classy. Um, and uh, you go inside, and you kind of feel like... It was uh, it it felt like a speakeasy type place, but a really classy one. Like it was like straight out of Mad Men. Yeah, that's how I would describe it. Yeah, that was how the groom's room was. It how was, did you find wood. the place? Lauren like, found it. She was on wedding wire, and she's like, "I don't want to get married at a golf course." And I was like, "Well, better look far away from here, because that's pretty much what you got. If you go to the city, and you can pay thirty grand." For a nice like high rise, or you can get married at a golf course in the suburbs, or you can get married in a barn, which I was cool with. I was like, "Let's do a barn," and she's like, "Screw you!" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, okay." Um, so then she found that place, and we drove down in the middle of February, and it was really, really nice. And we're like, "Yeah, this is this will this will do." I bet that's pretty. That's pretty in winter. That place is pretty. There was also a garden we toyed with going to for the ceremony. And it was not pretty in February because it's February, nothing is alive. But then she went down. Uh, she went down in in September to check it out to see, and it was not good. So the we did, kind of we did it. We did the whole the, the whole inside, the thing. whole cocktail area that was like before you know the reception hall and everything. There was this cool uh, this this. Uh, um, record player, like a vinyl player, and this whole stack of stuff there. And your your DJ is still playing music and stuff like that. But they're like, "Oh, you can pick any record out of there and put it in here." And I'm like, "Hmm, this could be ballsy." Uh, but then <laughs> I found pick? I found a Lou Reed record. All right, that's fine. There was it, actually someone there named Lou Reed. Was it really? Yeah, it's it actually a lady. Oh, you should have introduced me while I was holding said record. I know. It was a great record. Too. It was the one that has um, "Perfect Day." Oh no, it. I'm sorry. It's Lou Graham. Oh well, I thought it was Lou Reed. Is it Lou? Gr- no, that's Lou Grant. Now we're just throwing it. I think Mary Lou Graham. Tyler. I think Lou, Lou Graham's Lou the person Ta- too. <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore show. Lou Rawls. Lou. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started on Lou Rawls. But no, uh, my favorite part about TJ's wedding, and it was very TJ and Lauren, which was so much fun. Um, the playlist. Uh, especially in the back half, yeah. Of it, he he asked me permission. He's like, "Okay, can I? Should I start playing the loud stuff?" And I was like, "Yes, play the loud stuff." And the loud stuff consisted of. It was just like, what happened? What what were you listening to in high school in two thousand six? That's what. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. It we, was taking back Sunday, Fall Out Boy, Starting Line, uh, Dashboard Confessional, which we dance. That was our first dance too. Yes, actually, there's something I want to bring up. There, you're a friend. T- or a friend. 
um, sorry, Colin thought this was something we ought to bring up. Colin. Colin said that he pointed this out to me, and this should be a PiffCast topic. The movies that your songs yeah, were all we associated did all soundtrack with. movies. Yes, you started out songs. with your first dance was was uh, vindicated from the sp- the vaunted Spider Man three soundtrack. Two, no, it's give th- yourself no, better credit three. than that. It's three. What? Look it up. I think it's three. Oh man, because Spider Man two was that awful Nickelback song that was huge. Learners photograph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Well, okay, and then two was your first dance with your no it was, it was, it was her, Lauren's Lauren's dance with her dad which was uh Phil Collins uh you'll be in my heart from the Tarzan soundtrack okay now three was uh what a wonderful world I don't know what mo- I'm sure that was been in a so many movies, movies. Yeah, I'm sure that's been in a thousand movies um so yeah that was not intentionally meant to be movies but those were the ones that worked out because she she wanted to do she know her knew her dad loved Phil Collins but it's hard to find a good wedding slow dance phil collins song because <laughs> of all the genesis prog rocky stuff oh yeah so that was well, i thought it was a good choice well i was i was very i felt lucky to be a part of the whole thing so thank well, you thank you for coming i know it wasn't easy it was a far trip there was uh so on my way out i decided to uh trust the upgraded uh iphone app for for maps oh apple maps oh apple maps was uh Did you get apple mapped trying to kill me <laughs> um i uh i left my house at one o'clock trying to get out there and um it took me to the wrong part of the west side of chicago where everyone was wearing red uh they were out in the middle of the streets uh and were strapped if you will oh wow so fun so i had to make a quick quick exit towards the white Sox stadium where it's safe to get to 55 relatively relatively safer than the safer than wrigley right now just mostly because no one's there oh my gosh Uh, no no you're wrong everyone's there right now apparently really um i and that's a nice little transition to where we want to go next tj's rocking his addison russell jersey right now Super chinese addison russell jersey notice how low this is (laughs) if i button this up yeah here you would you would you ought to pull that that back a little bit my man uh, so how much did that throw get you? You know, how much? No, did that I cost? paid. I paid Major League Baseball top dollar for this on the official Major League Baseball store. <laughs> I'm looking at the logos on there, and I'm telling you, <laughs> the logos are fine. Yeah. This is postseason 2015, which which happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. You were there. It happened too. He you, was. He didn't play, but he was. He was probably in the be- the dugout. That is so adorable. <laughs> What was that like on your end? I know we, you know, for people that listened to the show three months ago when we did this last season two, big, big fan here, big Cubs fan. Big what was Cubs. it like at your end when you watched it? Well, I watched my dad because really the reason why I'm a Cubs fan is the reason why anybody's a baseball fan is because they're born into it. Like I was born into a Cubs family, so I was a Cubs fan. And he had in 1984, he went to Jewel. And he bought a two dollar ninety nine cents bottle of Andre Champagne. Oh my gosh! And a Cubs hat that they were on sale. On sale, there was just like a snapback mesh backed Cubs hat, and so he could pour it on his head when they won the pennant. It's never about the. It's never been about the World Series for him. It's always been about the pennant. So um, obviously they didn't win in nineteen eighty four. But my entire life, I remember this bottle of champagne and the Cubs hat that it was not allowed to touch. It's dad's special bottle of champagne with his special Cubs hat. 
and I was sat on the bar and it moved around and, and we had it up with us in 2003 when they blew it and we had it, it was around last year, but we didn't bring it into the house and that was probably fine. And, uh, so it sat on the couch with us uh, through the seventh. And it eighth. had its own seat. Yeah, the seventh. We brought it in, in the seventh inning because we didn't want to okay. blow it. We actually, we I think we brought it in after the Bartman out, whatever out that was, like the equivalent out. I couldn't believe that people were invoking that. No, we didn't want to think about it. We didn't want to talk about it. I mean, it was very clear from the beginning that it was they were they were doing well. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as my mom left the room, <laughs> they uh, Contreras hit his home run. Yeah, and we're like, keep going, you're doing great. <laughs> Just leave, <laughs> go to bed, <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> Every time she leaves the room, they they tend to hit home runs. Um, well, first off, there are people out there who have that same situation. I'm sure they're listening. That <laughs> they are the people that have to be in another room and listen to the radio, which isn't the worst thing. Pat Hughes is fantastic. I, I've i got a system for syncing up Pat Hughes on the stream to the TV. Is that right? Because Joe Buck is so horrible. Okay, why? All right, now. now no, 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 no. This is... This is <laughs> Civil discourse here. <laughs> Why do you think Joe Buck is horrible? It's not that... I don't think he's anti-Cub. I just think he loves Clayton Kershaw, like, romantically. <laughs> you know that Clayton Kershaw's good, right? I know he's very good, but, like... Like, the best pitcher of our He's fine, generation, but, like, right? when he was getting his butt kicked by Hendricks, yeah. who is almost as good this year... No, he, he was would better not, this he year. He wouldn't shut up. He would be like, well, he's making excuses for him. It's like, was he making excuses I for him, or I is th- he pointing out the fact that the Cubs were beating the best pitcher in baseball? I think. Is this, because this is a thing that I. Uh, that, I didn't th- that I, th- I think that, uh, and, and I love you, Cubs fans, <laughs> but I know you don't watch a lot of national broadcasts. No. They talk about Because we don't get team. to. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> we don't get to watch. Have you guys turned on ESPN? Oh, yeah. That's fine. They're not or they're, Fox. See, that's the thing is I didn't think ESPN did did too bad. Like I thought they were fine. And this uh-huh. last year during the the Mets series, especially, yeah, it was rough. Um, but I watched all the Sunday night baseball when they were on, and I thought the ESPN did a really fair job. Uh-huh. And I think that Joe Buck, for the most part, is okay. I don't think he's a Cubs hater. What I just I was like. Even when Kershaw wasn't pitching, they would show him and talk to him and talk about. It. I was like, "Leave him alone. He's not in the game. Like, talk about talk about who's pitching now. I think talk about Lackey. He's well, hilarious." All right, here here I'll play <laughs> Michael's advocate here um, because we do the same exact thing with LeBron James. LeBron James, the best athlete on the planet, plays basketball. When he's not having a good game, it's got to be pointed out. And if he's if he's being shut down, we got to give the other team credit. And I, I'm sorry that I'm saying we and putting myself with like, the national media, but I'm what, no, <laughs> almost. We actually, you, what your team is. Yes, we um, are. But so the fact that they talk about Kershaw is what bothers you. Cause I will turn, I will put on my Facebook and I will see more than half the people I know bashing Joe Buck. And I'm not really sure why, because I think he's, the best one of the best at what he does i'm sure that the people in la especially in the beginning of that game five were furious at at fox sports one because mm-hmm. that whole beginning pregame was a cubs love fest there was nothing but cubs love fest right so like i'm sure that and they then have people e- kind of forget that 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 happened and all of a sudden they're not getting the love for the oh, very it's not- for a moment so it's like oh no I just, like when when they said for example when when Wilson Contreras hits a home run, yes, and they Joe Buck said, 
I don't think he knows enough to be nervous. It's like, come on, really? Do you need to say that? He's like a professional. Ba- I know he's just a rookie. There's, there's some 26. validity of that to the fact that you, you're talking about rookies. You're talking about guys that haven't been in the league very long that this is what they know. They know the, about winning. They know about what it's like playing under a Joe Madden. They know what they they only they don't they haven't lost enough to no. get there. Well, no, and they haven't. Him. I mean, I mean, I mean, literally, they haven't played enough to, I guess, worry. Well, I think that's first of all. I think that's good, but I mean, at the same time, you got people. You, you got the rookies who are in a stadium that's 42,000 people of the loudest people you will ever hear because these Cubs fans have been waiting for this for 70 years. Can I tell you what it was like in there? I bet you it was very loud. Uh, it wasn't just loud. Uh, where, where I was uh, um, sitting, it was up in the... They, they've set up this auxiliary press box because the real press box, too full. Too full. So they have this press box that is in the uh, left field corner in the upper deck and uh, and every big play that thing shook I mean that shook they were cheering for balls (laughs) like every time Clayton Kershaw threw a ball I never experienced this at a baseball game it felt like it felt like the Super Bowl it felt like a college football game where everyone stands all game long and are jumping and are screaming and they are holding their breath every pitch. It is so fascinating. <laughs> it's because they always blow it. They always blew it. And this is the first time and they didn't even come close to blowing it. It was just it was a five it was a five oh shutoff. They could have left Hendricks in. That, that ticked me off. I was like, really? He got two hits on him and you're gonna take him in? Because <sighs> I don't like Chapman, because you shouldn't like Chapman. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. I mean, he that throws completely. 105 miles per hour, but he's not a dude, good dude. I like, don't think. Uh, and neither is Lackey. But I don't La- think he'll be a Cub next. For year. some reason, Lackey, I find hilarious, but Chapman, I don't. <laughs> uh, we ran this Facebook Live earlier with some of uh, our CSN Chicago writers, and somebody had asked John Lackey versus Negan, who wins? <laughs> Negan, because he's cold and calculating. John Lackey's just a blowhard. <laughs> no, I didn't see. At- see what I was. What I pictured was. It was John Lackey having to pitch against Negan? Oh, which I would recommend he throw his head. He throw his head. Exactly. You know, I'm John Lackey's I'm not there for a John, haircut. I'm surprised John Lackey doesn't throw at more people's heads. He seems like the type, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. God, he's he's got such a short fuse. He has. He's got the worst case of red ass ever. Poor, poor Wilson. <laughs> he gets one accidental, and that wasn't a good swing either. Like. It wasn't 100% his fault that catcher's interference that he got called on because no. it was not a great, it was not a good swing. But man, was he mad! <laughs> As a fan, who's been your favorite player to watch? Um, Ross, <laughs> Grandpa Ross, Grandpa Ross, David Ross. Why David Ross? Because like everyone's like, oh, he's you call him Grandpa, and and he's on his farewell tour. He doesn't play every game, but every game he plays, he seems to do something awesome. Either guns down somebody at second or first and hits a home run. It's like he's doing great. I don't know why he's not their number one catcher. I know that he's he's Lester's personal dude, but like he caught the no-hitter with Arietta earlier this year. Like he's a great catcher. And I think that he's been hitting as least as consistently as Contreras has. He may not have the power and he's not as fast. But I I love Ross. He's been picking off people left and right. How about Javier Baez? 
I, lo- I love me some I Javier love Javier Baez, but I just remember him last year when he blew a but couple. But it's not last year. I know. He's so great. It's think, this year. Uh, most The thing I like most about Javier Baez is him messing with Rizzo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think Rizzo's getting tired of it. He actually stepped in front of Rizzo and caught the ball. I like, know it's, it's <laughs> and he goosed him a little bit like right after he caught the other ball and he threw the he threw it at him. I think the best part about this team and it's is is if you are a fan of the other side of town like I am, it's hard to dislike this team. They have fun out there. They're goofballs. They're goofballs. They're playing a game and showing you that they are. It's like Little League out there. <laughs> and it's fantastic. It's so it's fun theater. Um, the pitchers are a blast. Someone's coming up with a big moment, and it's a different person in that lineup every Montero. time. Montero. Montero. <laughs> uh, Although know, I said I'm waiting it. for that Chris Coughlin moment. I said it. I said it. You know what? I would pinch hit Montero with two outs over Chris Bryant any day. <laughs> Montero, I want to see Montero Wait, with two. Wait, so what's the what's the situation again that if you would Montero, do this? If there's people, Chris on, Bryant, Chris Bryant, possibly the possible MVP, ALM or NL MVP, men on base, men, not even scoring position, men on base, two outs, late innings, Montero every time. That's so specific. I want to awesome. see. Well, it's baseball. It's always it's baseball. They're like this has only happened nine times, and these specific t- baseball is great because they always have these weird stats that come up with, with like they're like, well, with runners on base on the second Thursday of the month, <laughs> Chris Bryant is over five. Like <laughs> I get, I'm gonna give you a recommendation when you jump back on Twitter is to follow Chris Kampka, who's our statistician. The best does nuggets. He do, does he do those? Oh my, the better number better combinations. I I think that I've seen ESPN and Fox use his stats and and credit him for it more than I've seen them use their own. I just love that the the baseball stats that because I feel like if you work really hard, you can make the stats show anything. Like, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Numbers are num- that's what they're for. That's exactly what well, you they're know, for. You know who I'm ex- what I'm excited about for tomorrow. Tomorrow is Kluber versus no, Lester. No. Screw pitching. Oh. Okay. Who's coming back? Who's coming Oh, your guy. Bam Bam's coming back. Kyle Schwarber. Maybe. That's right. Maybe. We don't know. He did hit a double. He hit a double in the in the the fall league today. I do like I love Schwarber watch. Yeah. I love that. I was actually I was, I'm walking and he's and it's room. for the DH too. The mm-hmm. only position where it makes any sense for him to be there is the DH. Hey, next two days. I know Cleveland. There you go. So. You've been to Cleveland? I have never ever? been to Cleveland. I don't I, think I've ever. I've been to Dayton. It's the only city in uh, in Ohio I've been to that you've been to. I've been. I went to Cleveland a couple of years ago. Stopped at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is actually very cool. Yeah, I imagine. Um, and there's about it. <laughs> Let's Sorry, uh, you know. And actually, Progressive Field has some awesome food. They've got these like pork uh, wings. They're going to be wings? rocking. Yeah, pigs don't have wings. Pigs can fly. I guess in Cleveland. Apparently in Cleveland. That's, that doesn't seem right. Now Pig the wings. real question is: the real question is, uh, how many major league references are going to get? And I do mean the movie Bob Uecker. See, that's messed up <laughs> because Bob's been calling Brewers games forever. I know. You can't that I saw someone put up a a uh, change dot org petition. <laughs> To switch Joe Buck with Bob Euchre. And while I would love that, Bob is a Brewers broadcaster. Come on. Yeah, but, you know, with Buck's history with the Cardinals. I'd the prefer- Cardinals aren't playing. I know, I know, I know. 
I know. Come we just, on. We th- I think that's the biggest thing is that we are. Why? Because his really dad is was a Cardinals announcer. Absolutely. Okay. Get him out of there. <laughs> He's just dis- disqualified. So if. Hold on. <laughs> hold on one sec. This is something I've actually wondered because when I ask people, because I still don't get it, is why do people dislike Joe Buck? They reference his dad. And I'm like, so you hate a guy because his dad was a great announcer for a rival baseball team. Yes. So why does that have to do with yes, Joe Buck? Yes, you got Buck? it. You got it. I you got it. You just said it. I said it. He's, that was it. He's tangentially tangentially related to the Cardinals in some way. Globally Done. regarded, his Done. dad is one Done. of the greatest announcers oh, of sure all time. I'm sure he was fine, but he was for the wrong team. This is so. This <laughs> so is just blows my mind. It's infuriating. See, that's <laughs> what that's what takes me off. Cubs. Fans I guess I think things Cubs, very differently. So a lot of Cubs fans' blind hatred for the Cardinals, uh, but they don't just they don't just say they hate. They use the 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 grossest words possible <laughs> they hate to describe so, the man. It's worse than uh. See, you know, see, I'm not. I don't think he's that bad. <laughs> like he's I didn't, good. I didn't hate him that much. I just thought that he needs to lay off the Kershaw a little bit. So that one game you did no, I care was, for him. No, it was it was when he when Kershaw pissed the first game, and then the second game when he was still talking about Kershaw, even though he, like even though he wasn't pitching, and he was in the dugout, and we had two other pitchers that were doing fine. Like yeah, jo- hit, talk about Hill. Hill was killing it. <laughs> Those curveballs were insane. Talk- yes, Rich. The Rich Hill game is something. Curveballs were like there weren't even like they were. Like Were, you gonna be nervous? Were you going to be nervous when you had to see Rich Hill again? Uh, no, because I think that they, we figured it out. I was going to have to go to that game. I, were, I mean, I, I had tickets to take my dad. Once we won 10-2 to two in what, 8-2, to 8-4, to four, what did we win the second game by? Yes, TJ was there, and uh, he was, uh, what were you, the bat boy? Was it there? I love when you say we. We. Yeah. The royal we. The royal we. <laughs> hey. We. We won. It was we. Why? We, why? Why did you? What did you do? I was here. I watched every game. <laughs> okay. I invested from your couch. Let's see. No, not only from the couch. I also watched from a chair and in a bar and a couple bars and then from my parents' house. And I went to six games. Aw. It's we. Come on. You why is it we? I'm sure. PG? I'm sure that when the Sox won in 2005, it was we. When I was 16 years old, I still hated when people said we. Oh, come Unless on. Unless you're on the payroll. Unless you're on the payroll, or you go to that school that you're talking well, the, about. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. The sports love is entirely tribalism. That's what it is. It's because human beings are tribal creatures, and we like to be part of tribes. So we're this is a war proxy. We, as a city, as a group of people in a tribe called the Cubs, are against these other tribes that are coming into our town and trying well, like, to take Well, like, literally, they, they are referred to as the tribe. Well, yeah. yeah. In, in, in this case, literally the tribe. But that, that's all it is. It's tribalism. If there wasn't tribalism, there wouldn't be sports, and we wouldn't even be talking about it. Because that's... It's, it's people identify with the team. They feel like they should bring their glove to the game because it is a small How old are you? Wait, how old chance. are you before you can a stop bringing your glove to the chain? I still bring my glove to the game. You didn't bring your glove to the game when we went for your bachelor party. No, because From we're, a in the, rooftop. <laughs> we're in the rooftop. Glenn Allen Hill's not playing anymore. <laughs> I love and that. And he was a righty. That's <laughs> like, one of my like, favorite references. Schwarber might be able to put it on the rooftop. But uh, it's all about 
identifying with the team and if you can't say we then why are you even care why do you even care i'm not watching baseball because i love baseball. oh i just say the socks I, I love baseball because i love the cubs i've never watched any other team i've never watched the world series in my entire life never never once really not a single game interesting i've, I've watched other baseball. Well, that's the thing is like this is the most sports we've ever talked on this podcast. Yeah, because I'm not since a sports, the Super Bowl. I am not a sports one. fan. I am a Cubs fan, and I'm only I've only watched Cubs baseball games or baseball games. Do you guys, that somehow, do you guys love all the passion that's coming? Some, see, this is what sports is somehow about. Somehow related this is, to. See, I'm just trying to bait TJ into just. <laughs> I get real mad. Get mad. I don't exactly. even know why. Because of tribalism. <laughs> tribalism it's all tribalism that's what it is we want to fight wars but we can't because we're sensible people yeah it's all about it's war proxies man it's our city versus the other city it's our team versus the other team it's It's been that way since like two hundred thousand years ago two hundred thousand and at least now people don't get killed well some people get killed in real wars but these are much yeah see now you're now you're taking that back a little bit see there's real wars and i don't really like the real wars i much prefer the sports wars where you know sports uh, wars somebody somebody talking about sports wars somebody hit like breaks their arm on the wall because they forget about the ivies covering a brick wall Who's that guy who did that in the Brewers? Was it the Brewers that did that? Carlos Gomez? Yeah, somebody did it late in the year. It was, it was <laughs> Where they pretty. forgot that the... They IV forgot that that was a very There's much a There's something called wall. the warning track on the floor yeah, there. And it's a very much a warning track at Wrigley Field. You better heed that warning because that is a brick wall. <laughs> Ivy is not forgiving. No, no, she isn't. No. Oh, man. That reminds me. So we've been... <laughs> Here's a nice little segue. Speaking of Ivy, TV that we've been missing out on or Ivy? not missing out. On. Well, yeah, Gotham. The, the, the Ivy Uh-oh. situation's gotten weird on that. Yeah, one. didn't they make it weird? And they somehow try to turn her into like a older person. They now, turned so her they... into an adult. Nope. It's really Gross. awkward. Yeah, messed up. But something else happened over the weekend. Finally, your Walking Dead fans outside of TJ finally got the resolution I will to not be that. With cliffhanger from six months ago i guess something like that yeah it was fantastic i heard i heard i i um from my reaction on facebook not i was not the only one who quit after last night everyone's like i'm done No, you quit before last night because i don't like to be toyed with And, and that see that makes sense and i i've quit shows I like, that way where, where you're that just annoying it was two hours long it wasn't it was, oh, an, it was hour. an hour and a half it no, was an I'm hour. Saying, the, the the finale. Oh, the was finale an hour and a half hour long. Fav. Yeah, and they knew that they've been teasing this thing for the the whole half of the season, and they have the audacity to not pay off. Like that's not cool. Like I feel genuine stress when watching that show, and I got so angry that I quit, and I stuck with quitting, and I didn't watch a minute of it. Lauren watched it this afternoon, and she <laughs> she was like. I, you're going to be glad you didn't watch it. It was brutal because I don't really like super bloody shows. A zombie surpri- show. So it's just surprising because I love. Okay. I'm okay with the zombies die because like. Okay. No, all right. All right. All right. There is our philosophical uh, argument right there. So you and many other people who said they can't handle the brutality of people getting killed are very okay with worse things <laughs> happening to the zombies who are people no, on the show. They're dead. They're not really zombies. Right, but we've seen people's faces get ripped off. We've seen I their know, guts ripped apart. 
curb stomped even. I think and that- and and a baseball bat to the back of the head was too much for people last I night. I think that it was You know why they, I think they, they did that? They do enough with the zombies to make them very feel very much not human. Like they feel like they're monsters. And monsters, I'm okay with like thinking that they're i'm okay with getting but what about what about the people the actual characters on there what about noah who had his face ripped to i thought that was the most felt bad like Uh that's 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 what they're trying to do though they do it really well yes they make you care about people and then they they ruin i was very what do you mean ruin when they ruin it by killing them in the most brutal fashion possible which is weird because i'm totally fine with game of thrones which is very similar because they they and worse at times actually. I saw worse deaths on Game of Thrones than I saw last night. But I don't feel like they ever leave you hanging like they did. They need season six. oh come on. They've needed to the find John Snow thing. The, yes, the but you John knew he Snow died. Thing. You knew he died. You showed him dead. So that it was like that wasn't the, what I'm referring to. What I'm saying is they did the same thing with Glenn. They did so. That's what I was pissed about. That's that what too. a cable. That's what a cable TV show like this does. A sixteen episode season show does is they need to find. They need to give you a reason to tune in. Now you didn't bite, but I would love to see those ratings. Oh, I'm sure from last huge. night's show, which makes me even angrier that people bought. They they bit. Oh, I and did. Like, okay, I I loved it. Let me put it this way: There's a difference between a show like Walking Dead, which is a great show, a good show. And Breaking Bad, which was a great show. When did Breaking Bad ever do that crap? <laughs> when oh, did they, they ever, didn't. They didn't because it didn't serve the truly serve the story. Well, it was not a, just a and oblique this ratings. is why this is why Breaking Bad's the one that won Emmys, gets nominated even for Emmys. The Walking Dead's never getting nominated. But it could. It was. There are moments when The Walking Dead are, is that quality caliber yes, show. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree that the drama on that show, the acting on that show, is up there with some of the best. And I think some of the storytelling is as well. But, and I actually thought that the cliffhanger was good enough for that discussion. No, see, I did. I think that if they had done that and they had actually killed the people that they killed. In the finale, I just love when people like you get trolled. Honestly, <laughs> like, 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 I seriously love that they did not care. They wanted to break the audience, just like they broke Rick last night. Actually, the showrunner Scott Gipple said himself, "We wanted to put you in Rick's shoes, and we wanted to break you to make you feel like you know what." Not everything's going to be okay. But they could have done that easily by doing what they did last night six months ago because they did... I'm, I'm going to give too much of it away, so I'm not going to say it, but they could just by what happened would have accomplished that in a much less uh, overtly ratings grabby, like ha 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 sort of way. I don't find it overtly. I know what they were doing, but I thought it was fun. See, I don't see. I don't take. I didn't take that. Personally. I think that. I don't. I don't think that you're. Uh, but the thing is, like, see what you're talking about is networks like ABC do that all the time. 
Yes, and, and that's, that's what t- kind that's what of makes me you're hate right. those things. See, see, I think I give more credence to a show like Walking Dead if they do that once or twice, whereas ABC does it with all of their shows, yeah. and they go, "Who's gonna die?" Yeah, this that's next a, that's episode? a network TV move, and that's what cable's supposed to be in the antithesis of it. It's like how the Netflix shows, yeah, they have episode breaks, but it doesn't feel like it. You they don't do a recap after every. Luke Cage episode because really they do credits but most of the time they're just scene breaks Mm -hmm. like it's one big long movie just like Breaking Bad was one big long movie and how Game of Thrones is one big long movie and actually works better if you watch it all in a block because really 10 minutes of screen time per character is not enough I think I watched it that way though I think I well when I got caught up on Game of Thrones I actually started two seasons behind yeah and i watched those all on the uh, you know at the time i was ordering the dvds from netflix oh wow because you didn't have you didn't have hbo go back then no you had to you had to you had to get the dvds to do it so i did that it wasn't on netflix it was on netflix no it wasn't uh dexter was dexter was that's what i'm thinking of and, and that was the interesting part of netflix when it first started is that they gave you week to week episodes? Like yeah. that's how I watched Spartacus because I didn't have stars. That's how I watched Dexter for a couple years until they stopped doing it, and then I was like, "Well, now I got to go get Showtime." Yeah, and it was one of the best decisions until you know that until last it got season. bad. <laughs> until it got really bad. Um, but you know, and, and and The Walking Dead. I think there are a lot of people that caught up that way. Now, Breaking Bad is what's really interesting about that is that's how they got most of their audience was through Netflix. Oh yeah, because no, it, it, on paper, it sounds like an in, mildly interesting show, mm-hmm. but not like because I was like, oh, that sounds like an interesting show, and I never watched it. And then I accidentally stumbled into a marathon that the AMC would run occasionally. And I was like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. Why have I never seen this show? Because the concept isn't Game of Thrones like or, or Walking Dead, which is such a, like, t- t- there's dragons and ice zombies, or there's zombies, zombies. And in those, that's an interesting thing, especially for the key demos of you know, young people, you know, 16 to 35. That's a great attention grabber. Breaking Bad didn't have that. So it had to rely on these other ways of getting people to pay attention because it's not going to draw the audience on the little week to week blurbs. Well, what they did was they just made a show. They made a show. They didn't put money into the marketing for it. No, they didn't put money into the show. Even it was all extremely well. uh, it, It was innovative shooting it was unbelievable star- uh, yeah. s- uh, storytelling. You took actors that had comedic backgrounds, and I think this I think this holds true is that comedic actors are probably better actors at drama than a drama actor it's could ever be to at be comedy. Funny. It's harder to be funny. Way harder to be funny. Because it all, it's that's all about why, timing. That's why Better Call Saul works. And that show is like, really, if you think about that show, it's really nothing. There's nothing happening. Mm-mm. It's very, very, it's like there's two plot points per 12 episodes that are anywhere near interesting. Yet that show is very good and very engrossing. And I want to watch the whole thing, which is part of the reason I'm like, shame on you, AMC. You know how to make a great show that isn't like Mad Men didn't have anything overtly exciting. It was just a really good show. Same with Breaking Bad. Same with Better Call Saul. 
Same with Halt and Catch Fire. It's all very good show. I think when you get to a point that The Walking Dead has gotten to, which is a ratings monster, and you have so much money behind it when it comes to advertising, sponsorship, um, the even The Talking Dead afterwards, and you are appealing to way more audiences than you probably expected at first. It's not a niche show anymore. No. It is a mass appeal show and what i love is that robert kirkman and scott gimple said you know what f those guys we're gonna make them cry for this but that's the thing is that they what they to me i feel like you're on you're on you're on the finale but i'm on the premiere oh okay well i figured the premiere was gonna be brutal which is part of the reason why i didn't want to watch it is because i don't I don't like when the living get overtly brutalized. That's like even Game of Thrones, which is really hard to watch when the, that happens. I I feel like there's always well, payoffs. See, see, <laughs> like the last. Unfortunately, the season- I have to go back and watch that episode because I have to write my power rankings, which yeah. I did last night. Um, but I'll never go back and watch the Red Wedding again. No, I'll it- never go back and watch Oberyn's face get bashed in. No, you know, but. I think shows like Walking Dead need to have these low points to bring their characters back up. I think that uh, I think. Well, let's think about it. last you were watching. Rick was on a manic trip. Yeah, and he needed. I mean, that was one hundred percent. That was one hundred percent Rick's fault. The whole thing was one hundred percent Rick's fault. I would. I would actually put the blame on Carol because Carol leaving made Daryl leave which made Rosita leave, which made everybody susceptible to what Negan was about to do. But you're right. They, but, they, I mean, they, he picked they came a fight into- with... He, he got cocky. Mm-hmm. He picked a fight with somebody. He thinking he was the biggest, baddest guy around. Right. And he was unnecessarily p- fight-picking. Right. And, 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 and that's the point of Negan. And he got down in the brutalist way, which I guess makes a lot of sense. What I'm saying is I feel like, though Rick's character is getting more and more that way, I feel like the arrogance of rick in the last season feels out of character for him like he always was willing to be the scrappiest one to get the job done but he was never an overt bully or an overt fight picker i think he felt he wasn't he had to be a guy like we'll see he He wanted to be be the governor he had to be a guy like the governor he had to be a guy like Negan, well, this is what happens when someone whose actual who's actually in soul is that character this is what happens when you run into that buzzsaw. And I think that's what that group deserved. No, I think that I think that the storyline is great. My only beef with it is the breakup of the episodes. Literally, I feel you like You don't like the execution. I feel like it could would have been more executed more uh honorably or mm-hmm. more authentically if they had just that extra half an hour put that there. And then the consequences they start on the first season of the the first episode of this season. And like I said, it cracked me up. I yeah, love, I thought I it was I laughed. I'm, I think my brother laughed at the same time. And I loved playing that game. I loved trying to I guess get, who it was gonna be. I get and so you know what? emotional but I, I was already guessing who it was gonna be. We had spent the last what, ten episodes guessing who it was gonna be. Yeah. Like it, the guessing game was already going. It's like, oh, let's start the guessing game. It's like, no, MFers, like, we've already been playing this guessing game. I feel like I got to calm you down a little bit. <laughs> do you want to talk about Luke Cage and how amazing I do. Luke Cage is? Let's just play the Luke Cage soundtrack. We are. Me, so the Luke Cage soundtrack is 
uh, absolutely terrific. And what Marvel continues to get right is, is the con- everything. <laughs> yes, is that they what they do better than DC in a lot of ways is showcase their heroes, give you a reason to cheer for them. Let's showcase those powers. Let's show why they are actual heroes, not just from the superhuman standpoint, but also from a human standpoint at the same time. And I think that's what was great about Luke Cage, the character. Now, Luke Cage, the show, wasn't afraid to take on social issues. No. I thought that was terrific. He's wearing a hoodie. He was great. He's wearing a hoodie. (laughs) Always. How many hoodies did he ruin? (laughs) I mean, he didn't. All of them. He didn't ruin them. All of the hoodies were ruined. Um... And also, you, you're talking about the the conflicts with police. Yeah, you're talking about um, you know Harlem itself and New York, and it, all of a sudden Harlem becomes this character in itself, like Hell's Kitchen did. Correct? Yes. I think I think the ties between those two were hilarious. How about when Turk, the, and you know who Turk is, he he bounces around from all three of those mm-hmm. Defenders shows. He goes, man, I'm going to Hell's Kitchen <laughs> where it's safe. Um, but it, it, what what's great about um, Luke Cage is also the writing. And they also open it up. The women on that show, all of them kick ass. Yeah. But all, my, all of them. That's been pretty much. Was there the even a, was there a damsel in distress in that show no. ever? No. no, no, not once, not not even a little. No, not even not even the villain. No, was she? She was no, but she was always in her own like, right. She always knew that she was going to be the big bad. See, did you think that was Viola Davis at first? No, I did. <laughs> I screwed that up. <laughs> I could see how you would think so. Well, and and I thought that was her. That's the same actress from uh, Captain America: Civil War. Yeah. See, I thought that was Viola Davis in that movie too, but no, no, no definitely not. No, no, my bad, my bad. Which is interesting because like that's one that Marvel doesn't. Did remember. she that that actress had that kind of range though? Yeah, like Which I, didn't, I thought I was didn't, terrific. I didn't actually make that connection until right now. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. In the very beginning with uh, Robert Downey Iron Man. Robert Downey Iron Man. See, it's fun when you actually, because not very often do you find uh, actors that show up in multiple um, of the properties and are yeah, different because actor, usually, or different characters. Because it's all supposed to be one world, so they so usually don't mess around So did you watch that. Agent Carter? I did not watch any oh, Agent Carter. Oh, well, one of her partners on the show one of the like FBI agents or SSI agents, whatever mm-hmm. they are, uh, he shows up in the first Avengers movie as one of the cops. Uh, but an agent Star Carter Trek did that all the time, though. Is that right? <laughs> oh gosh, Star Trek stuff. Every actor that's in Star Trek, especially ones that wore makeup, mm-hmm. you can fight, see him like seven or eight other times. Like there's like one guy who's played the main like makeup other guy. Like one of the main makeup guys. There's always like the normal humans, and there's a makeup guy. Oh, okay. he's been like the main makeup guy in ten of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then uh, who else? Uh, guy was in Babe. What's his name? I met him. James Cromwell. Yeah, he's like in five or six episodes. Are you glad that I got that? Yeah, the guy from he, Babe. He asked James me. Cromwell? He came up to me on the street in Chicago and asked me where I could find some soup. Where did you direct him? Uh, I think I'm mixed really greens. Now. It was by Sweet, so mixed greens. Oh, mixed green is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I drove, so I go buy 
old sweet or actually yeah. the old uh, Craftsman experience on the brown line every time. What is it now? It's still a Craftsman. Exp- no, it's Kenmore <laughs> and Craftsman. Yeah. Um, but the place there's like there used to be those restaurants around yeah. it. They're all different. Yeah. There was that burger joint that that was actually called Burger Joint that, that was took not very good. two years to be built. That's something else. Yeah, it was very bad. But the like the windows all look boarded. I ran into Randall on the train actually. Leaving the Cub game. I like Randall. Randall's nice. Um, but so where were we? So we're talking about Harry Morgan from MASH. Did you ever watch MASH? No. Really? No. Not a single episode. Oh, man. Sorry. I thought you like would join me in some no, I'm like, sorry. old soul I'm sorry. shit here. Seinfeld is probably as far back That's as probably the go. most famous, though, of like actors that had to play different characters and he he starts out as a colonel in one episode and then he becomes the head of the whole mash as a different character not very long after that either and he goes the rest of the way for years law and order did that a bunch of times too that doesn't surprise me yeah like uh you know you haven't made it in hollywood unless you've been on law and order some sort of ncis oh that's the new law what's your go-to what's your go-to law and order SVU? Uh, no, I like the original. Sam Watterson? Sam Watterson's the, the bomb. In everything. In everything he does. Oh, I love the newsroom, even though it was terrible. Why was it terrible? <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It was just like, if you weren't... There's a, people... There's if you weren't like a liberal, you hated that show. Because <laughs> it was very much like NPR-loving, MSNBC-watching liberal porn. That's what that was. And it was great. Are you I'm, saying that's why I liked it so much? Maybe. Uh-oh legalize it sorry half of our audience <laughs> i'm kidding no wait, really wait. half you think half no i don't you think, think half that. our audience is voting for trump <laughs> god i hope not oh come on guys get to the polls <laughs> please please you sons of okay um but we're getting off track here <laughs> of things that why why we thought that that luke cage was very refreshing after watching a bunch of horrible movies come out of dc yeah, why? I mean, Suicide Squad could have been good. I watched it. It was supposed to they be good. They had really great actors. They had, like, it was a cool... Suicide Squad's a cool concept. And I mean, even the Suicide Squad episode in Arrow was great. Okay, there's two Suicide Squad episodes I'm in talking Arrow, about the first one. And they're both better. Both of them are better than that movie. Yeah, that movie was, like... They 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 did first of all they didn't really introduce everybody they started to and then they sort of just petered off and they're like oh and there's some other guys and then they introduced they didn't even introduce the one there's only hi the- Mrs Martin hello that's oh. the first time I've gotten to say that since your wedding I was like my mom's here <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hi hi sweetheart Are we cutting this out also no we're not cutting this out this is this is a part of the show. Also, one of the best parts of your wedding was Lauren's rocking the chucks. She was rocking the chucks under her dress. Because if she wore heels, she'd be taller than me. That's why. Yeah, it would have been really rough. I just thought it was badass. That's yeah, the, everyone that's loved it. She wore them all weekend too. We had like a little mini honeymoon. And she didn't take them off. She like wore them the whole time. How was the mini honeymoon? It was great. It makes me. The worst part was not being on it. <laughs> when we came back, it was horrible. What'd you guys do? We just stayed at the Hotel Arista in Naperville. That's and we awesome. Just did the river walk and stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was really a great nice. weather weekend too. Oh yeah, it was really nice. We wanted to get Apple watches, but they were out. But then we got them anyway. Oh, see, I've noticed you keep looking to your watch because I'm not used to that. having a watch. I've never worn a watch before, so I'm like keep having this thing, and then when I move it, it lights. Do up. Do you I'm feel like, like oh. James Bond at all? No. Although I do like calling people on it. How does that work? Show me real quick. 
for those of us who can't see it, they're hearing someone, it. Someone, you call me. Okay, I'm gonna call TJ right now. I can't. Um, I thought we were cutting this. No, no, we're not cutting this. All right, cool. We are. Hi, totally, everybody. No, this. See, this is this is the tech part of our show. This is gonna be weird because it's gonna get feedback. I bet, but whatever. Do you think that's what it is? It's gonna be feedback. I don't know. I've never tried it with someone who's in the room. How often do you get, how often do you call people? I don't call people. People call That's the me, other thing. But I answer it because I don't want to. I'm just too lazy to get my phone out of my pocket. Do you also now. use AOL dial up. Oh, so it rings on your. Does it ring? On, it's ringing Hello? on your phone. Here, I got you on speaker. Hello? Hello? I love this. I love the back and forth here. See, now you're talking into my watch. Can we do the rest of the podcast this way? I think it's going to be really confusing to everybody. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to go back. Well, thank you we're for... We're way off track. <laughs> That's how these shows go. Yeah, this is the farthest we've been off track, I feel like. Since when? Yeah, since like when we you got me yelling about the Cubs. <laughs> 10 I, minutes ago this entire 15 minutes ago he's our been, entire podcast has basically been trying off. to get tj heated and it's so it's entertaining working. he's baiting me because we did the cubs and then he yelled at me for kept because you yelled at me saying why do you keep saying us like you're on the team it's like because i didn't yell i just pointed <laughs> out that glove. you aren't on the team i got my glove i got I, you know what they could put me in left field i can catch a ball i'll be fine <laughs> in left field put me in coach Oh, are you gonna, me on Joe. Are you going to start singing? No. Okay, because you were getting real go, close go, there. Go. Um, <laughs> and then talk about The Walking Dead, which she knows how I feel about The Walking Dead. I'm glad we've hit the recap part of the show. Well, she's here. Yeah, exactly. We're, see, see, Lauren is a part of the show. She's the third co-host. We should have gotten another mic. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to usually hear this back this early. Well, we, uh, we're not. You No, we're usually not still recording this That's late. true. It's it's a it's a perfect storm. All right. Well, I guess this is a good place to end it, right? <laughs> We're not done talking about Luke Cage. I know. It's you're great. Right. Watch it. It is great. Well, okay. So where is it ranking on your list? I think it's my favorite of the three so far. Well, I think of, of uh, so of the three. That's well, your no. Favorite. Okay. So first, because I was going to say of first the year. season Daredevil was uh-huh. better, and then Luke Cage, then Jessica Jones, then second season of Daredevil. I actually liked second season Daredevil better than the first. I like the Daredevil. first half. That's of an the argument for another day, season. though. But what about shows that you've watched this year? Where this, does that I haven't came? watched any shows this year because have I, you watched The Night Manager? Oh yeah, I did start watching that. I think Terrific. we're about we're about almost done with it. That's yeah. great too. I still like Luke Page, Cage better, but that's a great show. I think The Night Manager is going to be up there for me. Fargo was great. Fargo. So so that season ended last year. Though. Oh, did it? Does it? So does it count in the twenty sixteen? I don't know. Probably not. Stranger Things. Stranger Things was good. It's not that high. I don't love it as no. much as everyone else did. I thought it was How about a- the night of. Did you watch that? That was good. I don't think we finished that either. We haven't finished anything, Lauren. That's not my fault. <laughs> You're like, no, we can't. The Cubs are on. Oh, that's true. Oh, I keep, I keep saying see, that. you can work around that. See, I kept saying that, and I did. Yeah, except for I always go to bed at like the seventh inning. <laughs> Because I'm so sleepy. Well, you know, that's the nice part of not being emotionally attached to this team is that I can go and catch up on my DVR while yeah. the game's going. Yeah. Because yeah. you could just check the score on your phone like a regular person. You don't yeah, have to watch like every the pitch. social media coordinator that I am. Yeah, you don't have to, like, wait for every pitching change and stuff. <laughs> you know what? I actually, there was the extra inning game, the one that went till about one? 2 in the morning. I had fallen asleep at 11.30 and woke, no, I, I fell asleep at 10.00. Woke up at 11.30, and I was like, this game's not over yet. And we were, I think I think it went for another two, it went till 2 a.m. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was actually some of the most fun Twitter I've ever had in my life. It ended up being a lot Only of people. Only the really I, hardcore people are going to be around. Well, that, and it was our, it was the people from my network. So at, at Comcast or at CSN Chicago, it turned into a chat room on, of Twitter. And it was hilarious. I absolutely loved it. Let Bryant, hashtag let Bryant pitch. Well, wow, we we kind of had fun with this episode, and I think it's <laughs> I think it's time to put it to a wrap right now. It's getting late here in Glendale Heights, but uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Biggest thanks to both the Martins, the greatest people on the planet. Wow, that's, it's a high title. Um, that's how honored I was to get invited to the wedding, guys. Well, and the fact that you, that we're here. still doing this thing, so. Yeah. Thank you so much for it. And thank you, everyone else. You can find the show on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and MichaelPiff.com. And we'll be back to doing this a little more regularly. I think so. We might need to move, like, 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 rotate venues. We can also figure out a way to do this remotely. That I've already, when I say figure it out, I already have a plan. You do? Yeah. He hasn't told me yet. No. Okay. Well, you'll find out about that next episode. Cliffhanger. TJ uh, hates cliffhangers. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs>